Hello, everyone. Welcome to Table Stories Zero Blue Orion. Special one-shot edition. Scorpa. We're jumping right into things today. Last session. Some very difficult and potentially very deadly decisions were made in the um, in the previous episode of Zero Blue Orion. The group made some tough choices. Um, they did not like being ordered around by Union. Several things kind of happened all at once and led to a very heated situation. Weapons were fired. People were hurt. And Luca There were some things here that triggered you out quite a bit. Specifically, the lights going off in a sort of strobe-like pattern. You're having a bit of a flashback as you are grabbing one of the guards in the USB building basically throttling this person you can feel their neck snapping in your hands weapons are going off all around you see Effie hit You're hit, but you barely even feel it. And as these lights are going off, you are brought back to a sort of different place. You're still on Mars, but it's, it's been a while. You're remembering a, a scene as you and your wife, it's Elizabeth, right? Mm -hmm. And your daughter, Lily, are just getting out of a, um, a nighttime matinee. Probably a play of some kind. And you're holding Lily's hand with uh, Elizabeth on the side as you're kind of walking uh, down the street. Um, cars are kind of flying overhead and whatnot. And the normal sounds of the city are moving about all of you as you're walking past uh, a street light the light begins to flicker in sort of a very similar way you can feel your daughter's hand holding yours 
and she squeezes it and she says, Daddy, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking us tonight. Of course, little one. Did you have fun? Yeah. You liked it? It was great. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm not sure I understood the, 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 uh, the message was, but I am glad you enjoyed it. You want to get some ice cream? Is that okay, Elizabeth? Yeah. Get... It's all right, right? It's not like I have a choice in the matter. Lily's like looking between you two. She says, I want the one with nut sauce. All right. We'll get you the one with nut sauce. Okay. And, um, most of the, uh, traffic that's here is sort of flying all about. Um, but Mars is a pretty active place, even at night. Um, and, uh, while you're walking, uh, towards the ice cream shop, um, something catches your eye. Something moving pretty fast. Daddy, what's that? Daddy! Lily. Lights flash again. Out of my way, it's my daughter. It's been a few hours since the accident. A ship came out of nowhere, collided with part of a building. We see a, an image of you as they're trying to clear the debris. You're cut, you're bruised, you're hurt. Your arm's probably broken. Elizabeth is arguing with some of the medical personnel that are there. And there's just one thing on your mind. As you can see them. Loading your daughter. Into the coroner wagon. 
You see one face. Don't know if it was luck or fate. But just the right amount of light. But you got a good look at the face. of this police officer that was in this accident chasing a criminal. He's being loaded up into the uh, ambulance. When you, you get a look at him. He's bruised, he's hurt, he's alive. And... There's more... of the strobing light effect. As we cut later, a few months later now, you found out where Officer Brand Thornley lived. It took a while. took months. He got healed up. Things haven't been going so well with Elizabeth. He got sent the divorce papers earlier today. the perfect time, right? What does Officer Thornley's apartment look like? I think he lives in like a three-story apartment complex with a pitch roof. Um, was probably once a townhouse um, or the Mars equivalent. Um, one of the, probably the whole top third floor is his. Um, white, blue shutters, or at least the Mars equivalent. Uh, and I think I think uh, out front is Luca in a car with the divorce papers stuffed in the, the glove box as he's, as the rain is, or the Mars equivalent, uh, the rain is, uh, uh, I think, pattering off the, uh, off of the, the car roof windshield. 
as he's just staring locked into the shapes that are moving around behind the curtains that he sees on the third floor. It's pitch black out. Your, uh, your contact managed to cut the power right on time. As you're staring up at the, at the curtains, you can see some, like, candlelight dancing around. What do you do? Luca takes the friendship necklace that he's had, and he's been wearing this up until, up until the uh, USB meeting. Um, he takes it out, and he, he holds it for a moment, and he gives it a kiss. He's, he's still looking at the third floor, and a tear dripping down his face. He closes the glove box and sees the, uh, the divorce papers, but doesn't really think it's going to matter if he signs or not. He closes the, uh, reopens and closes the door as he leaves his car, probably still on. Headlights still beaming through the rain. As, uh, I guess his absolute shadow approaches the I think, do you think Luca's a bit smaller since this is before? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's not as bulky. Um, he still has some size to him, but he's definitely not the the unit that we know and love him as. Um, he he does have some muscle tone to him. He has worked as a mercenary, um, and he does have some pretty nefarious uh, contacts still uh, within the line of duty. He has made a good amount of money uh, doing his mercenary contract work, and that is why he's tried to settle down to make a family. Didn't think he'd ever have to cash in on any of those contacts until now. But yeah, he um, he still works out, and he still tries to keep tries to keep healthy. Another sort of flickering light, and the power trying to come back on outside. And we sort of flash forward into the apartment. What does it look like in here? What have you done? Uh, the lock of the door has been broken. Brute force? Brute force. Uh, light spilling out from the street into the apartment yeah the uh, the front door was still locked the contact was able to actually cut the power to his diffuse to his apartment but the front door was still electrically locked he looks at his hand for some sort of passcode or number 
that is smudged from the rain and maybe even sweat from the clammy hands of his nervousness. And he punches that into the side, or into the door, opening the main door. Approaching the, the lock to Ranthornley's house, he pulls out some sort of tool, maybe a chisel or a, a screwdriver of some, of some sort, um, or maybe even some sort of foreign instrument that we wouldn't know as civilians, but one of the Merc life would know as maybe a lock buster. Um, he fires it to life as it zaps and sparks, and he cuts through the lock. Um, the lights from downstairs shine up into the dark room and I think we hear Bran call out through the candlelight something that we probably won't ever hear or comprehend Um, Luca's shape approaches into the darkness And from then on, you just hear a chorus of brute force as shelves shatter, uh, tables break, and helmets crack, and weeping of a broken father. Power flickers back on. You're covered in blood. I'm sorry, Lily. So sorry. We fast forward again. We're at your sentencing. The judge has just given you 25 years to life at a maximum security prison on Mars. I looked at the crowd. Is Elizabeth there? Yes. She's crying. I think seeing her cry also reduces Luca to tears. Finally, in that moment of knowing no matter what he has done, he'd never bring back his family. He let his emotions get to him. And that didn't help anything. It just ripped the happiness that he once had asunder he cries once he's been holding back tears a long time but he's never actually wept besides the besides the dark cloud that was once the the apartment building of Rand Thornley once the sentencing is done she actually gets up and leaves
Big Lucas stands up and tries to go to her. He stopped. I think somehow or another your vision turns towards another light. In the process of making your way to the maximum security prison here on, well, in the area on Mars, the rest of your, well, your group that's being sent to the maximum security prison, the convoy, stopped the guards turn towards you with knowing looks on their eyes the rest of the convoy is kind of like looking around a bit in a panic Some rough-looking individuals pull you out of the convoy as I'm sure you kind of struggle. You're beaten. You put up a fight. But they beat you harder. You get tossed into a transport Separate transport? Yes. A hood gets put over your head. This could be it. There's a lot of people that want you dead. You know that. You made a choice. And you hear a familiar voice. Or maybe a voice that you kind of think you know. Was this someone that Officer Thornley was talking to? You can't remember. But you know you you think you know that voice. And they say, You think that you're going to get off? You think you're just going to wait in a prison on Mars? Oh no. There's better places for scum like you. Better places. Officer Thornley had friends, he had connections. You're going to like where you're getting sent. Doors of the transport shut.
after a very long trip. You can tell you've left the planet, but you've mostly been kept in the dark, figuratively and literally. There's been murmurings that maybe you've picked up something, some place called Scorpa. Never heard of it before. But there's laughing and prodding and teasing. After a journey of seemingly months of time, your facial hair has grown in thick. You've been given the bare essentials. You've lost some weight. It's been rough. How does Luca feel about that? Do you feel like you deserve it? I think Luca feels like he's deserved death for a while. Um, he's a little nervous about what 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 Scorpa is. I think as soon as he feels the pressures of leaving atmosphere, um, I think he starts to panic a bit. Um, he's getting taken away from the only thing that was familiar to him. He's lost all of his happiness, and now there's no familiarity to where he is. Um, his life has definitely changed for the worse. Um, I think several times, uh, probably just cries, Just kill me now. Just do it. It'll save you the fuel. It'll save you the trouble. Shut up! Yeah. You're often met with beatings. Horrible food. Yeah. Barely what you need to survive. It's torture, let's face it. Yeah, I think after the months of this travel, I think it's just he's... He's a bit broken more now. Uh, there's just void of emotion as he's just calloused to what has been done to him. Has he deserved it? He thinks so. But to this extent, no. The hood is, you know, taken off as you have to eat, etc. periodically. Um, but there's always that... You always manage to find that one light that's not quite working right. Always starts to flood these moments of your life that have changed you so drastically. You flash forward quite a bit longer into the future.
a desert planet. A horrible place. A um, a former mining colony was placed here. long time ago. A lot of the important minerals have been mined out of the planet. Scorpa is not a friendly place. The gravity is a little heavier than what you'd expect and what you're used to, especially being from Mars. And, uh, the weather can be pretty harsh, really severe lightning storms, and, um, sharp rocks, and there's a, a fair amount of sulfur on this planet as well, so it doesn't smell good. It's got that sort of rotten egg smell a lot of the, in a lot of places where you go. A lot of the water is, uh, there is water on this planet, um, rivers and and sort of large lakes and such but a lot of it's tainted and it needs to be purified and the air is not exactly right um more often than not a lot of people that are here need rebreathers to kind of uh just filter out some of the air you can you can survive without the re rebreather but it's not pleasant um the uh like strenuous activity would probably agitate yeah you know, the harshness of the atmosphere yeah um you've been here now for a while people that are here no, this is essentially a prison planet. There's really no way off of this rock. One of the few ways, there are a few different ways you can get food and water and supplies and things, happens to be um, working the mines. Um, it's kind of a Lord of the Flies situation here. There's, uh, there are some warlords and things that control different areas of Scorpa. There are some, uh, nasty inhabitants that live here as well. Not just the criminals that are here, because the people that are here are pretty nasty. The people that are here are including yourself, very much here illegally. This place should not function as a prison planet. The third committee abolished these places. It should be... This place should not exist. It should not be a thing. There's people that... Uh, that blame the second committee for these things. Um, but you've managed to survive for years now. It's been years. You've done what you had to. And we join you on a 
just a sort of random day here. As you're not alone, you and a few others have gotten together because you found a herd of Mazaks. Your crew is all about. There are devices, these, uh, these sort of land craft that uh, some people have thrown together to get around on Scorpa. They're a combination of, like, a motorcycle combined with a sort of hang glider sort of sailing apparatus. You can hear this old motor kick over. As lunchbox... Gets the last one working. We almost ready. Lunchbox. Yeah, I think I got it working. All right. Probably get moving before the storm kicks up. All right, well, keep your hiney in order. And just take me a second. All right. All right, there we go. Just need a little bit of love. Uh, won't we all? Bongo and Jiro are your other crew. Lunchbox, what do you look like? Oh, um, I'm about 5'8", blonde hair, uh, up, and tight bun, kind of a little bit messy. Uh, I have clothes from all over, uh, different colors, and, uh, I have this really cool belt that, uh, actually has an arm attached to it, and so the arm just kind of wraps around me. I think originally it was supposed to be a replacement arm for somebody, and I just repurposed it, and it, it wraps around me and until I need it. And of course, I always carry around a lunchbox, which is why I'm called Lunchbox. Uh, that's it. Did you, did you want me to keep going? Or? No, that's great. That's great. Right. So, uh, Jiro, what are you and Bongo doing? As you're getting ready to get on these crazy-looking contraptions. So, uh, Jiro will basically be uh, loading it up with whatever supplies we've got. So I imagine him, like, <laughs> a big, like, wide crate, one hand at either end, just kind of shifting across the sand and, like, just he heaving it up onto this craft and packing it up ready to go. 
Okay. I'm turning around in circles. Just on the spot. Are you talking to yourself? No. What am I, crazy? No, I'm just turning around in circles. It's All daytime. Right. Okay, fair enough. Who put this uh, little hunt together? Who got the info on where the Mazics are? These sort of dinosaur-like creatures that uh, are extremely plentiful here on Scorpa. Who do you think Definitely would be that? It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't me. I'm not very bright. I, I think... Um, my plans. <clears throat> I think Jiro probably got it out of somebody back at, uh, you know, like a communal place where we may have, you know, like... Obviously, there wouldn't be, but like the equivalent of a bar, just like wherever a group of people ends up gathering uh, in the evenings and things, he'd have he'd have got it out of somebody <coughs> at one of those spots. Okay, little hub somewhere. All right, fair enough. Um, so Jiro, you've gotten this information. There's a Mazic herd. Uh, Mazic, Mazics are like uh, a little bit smaller than a car. They have a sort of, like, uh... They have a... A sort of lean-looking, lizard-like, um, appearance. They're... They walk on four legs, um, and they're fairly speedy. Uh, they... They, uh, are used on the planet as, uh, meat. Like, they're... They're used for leather, um... People make stuff out of these creatures, and they're fairly plentiful. Um, they um, they eat like little rodents and things that are uh, scattered all around the planet. There's a lot of these little rodents that uh, sort of scurry about. Um, there's not really like any huge trees or anything on the planet, but there's a lot of grass uh, and little clumps that's usually poisonous to pretty much everything except the creatures that live on this planet. Um, and, uh, like I said, the place smells horrible. It's one of those things that I don't think you'd really consider when you consider torture, but if you think about a certain, like, rotten egg smell, that's just always around. You get used to it a little bit, but... Not I guess really. the wind happens, yeah. You get, it's just you get hit by it again. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. And yeah, you uh you've got you got some info on where uh where a herd's going to be. Do we have a like a driver of this craft? Oh no, there's team? Oh, there one for each of you. There's one for each of oh, us, okay. Mm -hmm. <coughs> like little right. race cars? Yeah, kind of like go-karts, like, oh, yeah. like little nice. dune buggies. <laughs> um, so Jiro will probably like finish uploading stuff onto his craft um, and just sort of saddle round to the front of it and look towards the other uh, three. Okay, there is a Mazak herd about four miles from here. We go hunt, yes? Sounds good to me. Good. Uh, 
continues to spin around in circles, but slightly faster on the spot. Just what does Jiro look like? So Jiro is is massive. Like he'd give. Well, I was going to say he'd give he'd give modern day Luca a run for his money, but at this point, he's massive, but in a very different way. Like he's like maybe six six, like three hundred and fifty pounds, but sideways. So he's he's very he's very large, but not muscular. Um, and at this point, he's kind of wearing what you would call like dungarees. <coughs> Like he's just got some tattered cloths on underneath dungarees that don't quite really fit. So there's like bits of him spilling out over the sides of it. He's got like oily rags stuffed in the pockets. Um, <clears throat> another rag like tied around his head, keeping like just a mop of greasy hair out of his face. And he, he just looks big and dirty. By the way, dungarees are overalls for those of you in North America. I, I had to look that up. Sorry, he's Fox wearing overalls. <laughs> Thank you. Or a onesie. Like elevator. <laughs> does, he, does he have anything else on him that's visible for people? No, I don't think so. He's just basically, he's all dungarees and tattered shirts um, underneath of him. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And great big stompy boots. Um, he's also got like over the <clears throat> like he's got I would say it's not like a jacket but kind of like on the bottom <clears throat> bottom half of his dungarees like leather patching like he's tried to hobble together some armor um, but it's just like random bits of like he's stolen leather jackets and cut them up and just, just kind of stuck them on himself in bits attempting to make some kind of armor it'd probably be, <laughs> made, be made out of mazic hide um, yeah yeah, I mean, um, they are pretty plentiful on the planet, um, and uh, always like almost like assless chaps made out of <laughs> uh, mazak hide. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair. What about Bongo? What does Bongo look like? Um, skinny as hell. Uh, the opposite. Um, really like underfed, like really skinny. Um. Probably just wearing whatever similar-looking uh, overalls as uh, everyone else, but like tied around the waist. And then there's like a really like dirty vest, thin, like hanging off of him. Like maybe it fit once. Um, Grease-covered, kind of a little burnt in places. Um, skinny arms there's, a, there's like a tattoo of like an eagle on one arm and then like a weird sort of overly cartoonish weasel on the other um kind of patchy uh beard i think probably but kind of still kept relatively short um but a really thick mustache and then patchy beard underneath it um, and then hair that's like kind of greased backwards, like those old greases from the sixties or whatever. Um, just all different styles. Like his eyebrows has got like, um, loads of like burn marks and stuff. So his eyebrows look kind of like one is kind of half missing. Um, yeah, he's got like loads of burn marks on him and, and, and a few scars and stuff like that as well. Um, not all necessarily from like knife fights, just falling over, damage, burns knife wounds all sorts of stuff just kind of kind of a mess but pretty pretty uh 
Um, yeah, pretty wild and feral looking. It's probably like a fresh bandage on one arm as well. That's mm -hmm. like a nasty looking too, like yellowed already from external dirt. All right. Oh, and I'm carrying a, a board with nails in it. I'm holding it above my head as I turn around in circles. It's an important feature. All right, so what are you doing? Turning around in circles. Bongo! <laughs> just like Jiro just full on bellows at Bongo. I bring the uh, wooden board down and turn around, looking around as if I'm like kind of... Oh, you got to stop. To be attacked. I like what? it when he pretends to be a sundial. But I am not pretending to be sundial. What time is it? It's daytime. Yes, you know what we do in daytime? Duh. Yes, we hunt. Get on ship thing. Time. Let's come on. Chop, chop. I, uh... So these things have a thing that I can place cargo on? Yeah, roughly. I mean, uh, these are these are vehicles that I think Lunchbox uh, modified a bit. Um, there's variations on them throughout, like, for people to kind of get around on on the planet. They're old, like, mining um, vehicles. You know, they're basically, they were used to, like, help transport various uh, ores and things from point A to point B, like in... Um, uh, I guess in smaller varieties, um, smaller, like smaller, smaller caves or whatever, um, maybe where extraction was difficult, but there's, they've been heavily modified. Um, so they all look different, you know, none of them are exactly the same. Can one of them have like a drill bit on the front? Sure. Oh, hell do, yeah. Uh, do we have like a, a collar on or anything or like a, a, a shackle of some kind or anything like that? Scorpa does not need those. The planet Just, itself is, is planet prison. The planet is the prison. So it doesn't matter if we do or don't mine, I guess. Um, the, only yeah, reason very, that, um, the only reason that people do mine on this planet is, uh, number one, anybody that does do mining, um, it's extremely dangerous. The only ores that are really left in the planet um, are in really difficult to reach locations. So you have to essentially go into some of the scariest places on the planet just to get anything. Um, but once a month, there is a ship that picks up the oars and in return leaves that equivalent in weight in various food and supplies. Oh, I see. So... There's it, been... It, entire plans have been worked out to try and get on those ships. one of them, yeah. Yeah. None of them have ever worked. So many people have died trying. They don't so know really, who the ships belong to, but they drop them off. And they do drop off those resources. All right. So if I may, one one of the carts I think would have 
uh, a bunch of room in the back for cargo. I think it was a whole set that that we found, and then I, I managed to to modify them. One of them will have that like drill brick bit on the front, and then the other one will have like little claws that help like pick up the the ore and and stuff. So I, I think it's probably a set like that. Sure. And I think there's there's one extra one. So maybe. There's two grabby ones, a stowing one, two, and a drilly yeah. one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So fight amongst yourselves as to who gets what, but I get a drilly bit one. I just want Jiro's just to have a slab of metal welded to the front. We can work with that. One drilly bit, one metal. Murdering ram. I push ore around. All right, that works. It's like, like a snowplow almost. Buh. All right. What about you two? I'll have a grabby bit. I'll probably have a grabby bit as well, to be honest. Can I? Well, there's a, I mean, sure. Why not? Two grabby bits, I guess. And then no, we don't have one for cargo space. Oh, all right. Okay, I thought he. I thought. I thought snowplow was gonna have cargo. I thought. It was, yeah, I thought we all had. Cargo then let's space. do that then. It's definitely not the most secure cargo situation, but it'll get the job done. Like a tower of shoeboxes just waiting. (laughs) Do you ever see those pictures from, like, India or something where they just have those mountains of, like, cargo on the back? Exactly that. Yeah. Death straining. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am Norman Reedus. (laughs) All right. Where is this shell? The Mazax. Hang on, let me, uh... It's Mazax, we're going to jungle? No, Bongo. We go to, uh, ride pony. It's not a good idea to ride pony through jungle. Bongo, have you ever seen a jungle on this planet? Yeah, of course. Well, all right then. I take I you guess there. I'm going to the jungle. Yeah, sure. If you manage to take me to a jungle on this planet, I tell you what, I will give you all of my rations from this next, uh, this next hunt. Okay, prepared to be hungry. I'm so prepared, Bongo. I'm interested in this jungle. Hmm. It, no, no, Luca. It is Bongo. There's no, there is no jungle. I. I I want to see what he has prepared. You will know what Bongo has prepared, same as always. Way down oh. deep in the middle of the Congo. Yes, you're very good, Bongo, yes. He took a neighbor called a guava and a mango. Bongo in the Congo. He stuck it with the others and he danced a little tango. Okay, so I have a path plotted in. All right, perfect. Look out. Birdie purring, so I'm ready. All right, lead the way. You you follow me, Bongo. Okay. We go to jungle. Yes. You don't know where the jungle is. I'm not going to follow you. You follow me. Okay. You follow me, and I'll turn around and follow you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. So, <laughs> uh, the wind starts to kick up a bit. And uh, you raise the sails to kind of get these things started. 
Um, they're kind of like made of leather. Uh, a lot of the sort of fabric that's here is pretty rare. Um, there's people that kind of try to make some fabric out of some of the different grasses and things that are on the planet, uh, but it is fucking arduous. Like, it is just a, a really difficult thing to do because there's not a ton of usable grass. Um, so it's a difficult thing to do to weave any kind of fabric here. Um, Safe to say these sails have, like, patches. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so you get the shale, sails kicking up, and off you go. Yeehaw. Do we, like, I'm picturing, do we almost sit on these, like, I'm trying to think, what is the thing that, like, douchebags ride down the beach? Like, sail buggies. Dune buggies. <laughs> but you're on the side of it with a rope holding the sail as it flies along. Absolutely. Off you go. Through the fucking horrific landscape of Scorpa on these things. It is a fucking difficult journey, let me tell you. It is not an easy ride. And uh, if you've ever, like, sat on a bike or any kind of vehicle without any good suspension, oh, man, it's rough. And, uh... Off you go. Who's gonna Who's gonna try and spot for these mazics? I mean, mm. we can all try, right? We can all try. Is there anybody that's good at it? But you will all fail. No, Not I don't know me. if there's anybody good at it, but I'll try. I'll try as well. All right. If you don't have any sort of trigger to help you, you can just roll a uh, d20, a flat d20. Does get a hold of work, or is that specifically if I'm trying to grab something? All right. Nah. I'm going to say as well, skills-wise, Jiro is using his get somewhere quick, but it's only to negate his excessive weight digging into the sand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. All righty. Uh, Bongo, you, you're not even trying. Um, okay, are you actually trying to go with them? I I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do uh, I. You're gonna no. have to figure it out. I think um, I think they're moving quickly enough for Bongo to be following them, and generally speaking, he sticks with them. So for now, yes, but I'm definitely not looking for anything. Okay. <laughs> This is just fun. You're just having a good time. Yeah, like I'm out on with the... Yeah, yeah. happy to be here. I don't think Bongo even knows what's going on. Okay. So, uh, who's leading the way here? Let's assume that would be not me. Yeah, so Jiro will be in the front because yeah. he's, he's yeah. got the info in theory. Sounds all right. Lucas, the new kid. Yeah. Well, no. It's exactly... <laughs> all right. Fair enough. So, uh... Oh, I have a quick question. Do we know you're a cop killer? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think he's probably already... He's, uh, he's probably told you. Okay. Okay. So, leading the way, Jiro and, uh, and Lunchbox. I don't know who Nero or Heath or Effie is. That's some weird shit going on. Who the fuck is that? 
Yeah, if you go up to the gear in Roll20, you can change your in-game name. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Effie, you and... Uh, not Effie. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Excuse you. You and Jiro, uh, you can see the herd of Masek. Um, it looks like they are... Uh, they're chasing after some little vermin, but they're mostly kind of grouped up over a ridge up ahead. I, I see. I, wait, is this what we're looking for or no? Or is this just random vermin? No, they're mazics. They're, okay, they're all right. a little all bit right. smaller than a car. I just want to make sure that this is what we're looking for and I'm not pointing us in the wrong direction. Uh, yeah, I just point. I, I see him over there, just over the ridge. There are. Okay. We got. There's at least four of them there. That you we got can four. See. It's perfect. Okay. One each. What do you think? We do. Uh, we do like we did uh, last month. We do the sheepdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sheepdog it is. You be the dog, they be the sheep, and then we pick them off. Just to be clear. That's right. Three, All two, right. one, wrestle. <laughs> Okay. I'm very excited. I love this part. Over the ridge you go. The sails catch some of the wind, so you kind of, like, launch over the ridge. You get this, like, worm's eye view camera shot of, like, the sand and stuff, like, flying over the ridge in slow motion. The first three of you go over. Bongo! Uh, <laughs> I think... I don't think... I think Bongo doesn't, like, go over at the same speed or something. Bongo, are you uh, are you going like real slow or real fast? Uh, real fast. Okay. Uh, Bongo, um, make me a. If you have anything to help you with going fast, you can uh, you can go ahead and roll that. Otherwise, give me a flat d twenty. Don't forget about your special abilities either. Yes, no, no, okay. I don't know what's happening exactly. 14. A 14. Okay. Uh, you go way too fast. So, like, uh, Lunchbox and Jiro are, they launch over the ridge. Luca launches over the ridge. And you just, you hit the, you gun it as fast as the thing can go. You go sailing way further than they do over the ridge. Um, the three of you can see Woo-hoo. Bongo just, like, flying overhead as you're kind of, like, gliding down. Uh, oh no! Not again! Oh, uh, he'll catch up. Oh no, he's way ahead of you now. Oh, uh, Bongo yeah, will catch up. He's he's taking like a, a much <laughs> a much like further trajectory on yeah. this. Um, In that case, I get really excited when I see him do that. I'm like, woo! And then I try to speed up Birdie. Okay. Um. So Gadget. I don't know if there's a way to speed up after you've let the sail like kind of take you like on the air. You're kind of well, gliding down at this point. Um, trim the sails. Trim the sails. <laughs> Unless you cut the sail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I just might. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm all riled up now. I want. I want to catch up. All right. Uh, do you have anything to help you control this vehicle? Well, I am a mechanic. I think I know how to make this vehicle work the way I want it to. Hmm. So I probably can smack a couple buttons and get the sails to do what I want them to. Hmm. Just, just a thought. 
Mm. I mean, I, I did make I the damn if, thing. I don't know if being a mechanic will help you be a better pilot. Um, <laughs> let's see. I think, I think Fair just enough. give me a flat D20. <laughs> just because you got a dick doesn't mean you know how to use it, okay? No. Just ask my wife. That's a, an 11. <laughs> an 11. You do manage to make it work. It's not pretty, but oh, you make yeah. it work. Uh, yeah, just house my wire. <laughs> you kind of like you, you cut the sails like a little bit, and you feel like this sudden like drop, um, and that like sinking feeling in your stomach like rises up to I meet. Love like, it. Yeah, um, you and Bongo go flying forward. Uh, Bongo, you land like right near the herd, um, startling them. You see these mazic uh, start to like turn towards you, and. Uh, da -da -da. They start to, like, turn towards you, uh, but Lunchbox lands right behind you. You guys kick up, like, all this dust and sulfur, and it just fucking smells horrible. Yeehaw! I turn backwards on my bike and thing and whatever it is and look at... Uh, Lunchbox. Yeah, what the fuck is your name? Lunchbox. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, jumping up and down kind of on the bike. And I'm, I'm doing, I'm just saying this, but I'm slowly raising uh, something in my hand as I'm going, I'm bongo, I'm bongo, I'm bongo. And then I pull a fragmentation grenade pin. <laughs> <laughs> I gave and the I, crazy, I, I gave the crazy guy explosives. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way, honestly. And I'm, uh, I'm just shouting wildly at you. And I, yes. yeah, yes, yeah. All right, the Python right, picked the passion right fruit. The mama middle. said the mandarin. And Let's I go. throw it into the herd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Jiro just shouts, this is not the sheep dog. <laughs> I don't remember this one. <laughs> she, oh, sheep dog. I thought you said sheep bomb. All right. All right, Bongo. Uh, I think you got some talents. Uh, you, you also have some triggers. Uh, you can blow something up. Yeah, my, uh, I, I have two of these just on me, so, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm just throwing, throwing it normal. I'm not doing any crazy shit, but I'm going to try and blow something up. 19. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Everybody's they getting tenderized. Tell me they're all, like, <laughs> careening in the air, like, slow motion. It's like, so, so I just I just rolled to see how many of them you were going to hit with the grenade. You hit all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blood and guts raining down from the sky. Yeah, just... I just go straight through them. I have no idea that that's what we're here to get or anything. I just I go straight. I was clearing myself a path. I just, like, I, like, just go into the horizon through the thing. Where the when it comes going? to sun and fun and goodness in the jungle, I go. <laughs> <laughs> you just you hear prefer the... the sunny, sunny one. They call him Bongo. You hear this like horrible screech, and this explosion goes off uh, ahead of you, Jiro and Red Panda. You can see like just smoke and and blood gets like launched up into the air. Bongo, you and Lunchbox just get covered in blood. I think Ligero will try and do 
like a big handbrake turn. Like he'll just take his massive weight, shift it to the other side of his craft, and try yeah. and do a handbrake turn as he like puts up some of his leather armor to just not get Mazak all over his face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Luca has like a tank top under the um, the overalls, uh, and uh, he's got maybe uh, a magic like shawl that he puts up for uh, for the storms, and he just covers himself and has like just magic thuds onto his like magic bits just like onto a his yeah. that lands into your yeah. lap <laughs> yeah exactly good work i just turned my my cart around and i'm very excited a big grin on my face do you see that do you see that he threw it right in the middle and then they all explode that was the best that was great it was rather exciting good work where is he uh. going where Bongo. I'm like, I'm like doing like a, a <laughs> wide arc around the edge. Bongo, we stopped here. I'm coming back around. Covered, like just massively covered now in blood and bits. And there's probably bits of like straight up shrapnel and dirt that have lodged into me and I'm bleeding in, in places as I, I pull up. Spinning the pin still. Hello. That, the bongo, that was amazing. Good shot here. Yes. Ah. I think that's the best one yet. Ah, we need it to be done. But when just like the good. last sheepdog. And I, I think at this point, like, Jiro just sigh. And, like, imagining, like, if he was in an actual dump truck, he'd just hear beep, beep, beep. As he lowers the snowplow and just starts scooping up Mazak guts from the floor. <laughs> I uh, I pull out my second fragmentation grenade, and the pin is missing. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, no kid! I can throw at him. <laughs> and who? You. You. You're the new kid. Oh, it's okay. I've got plot armor. And I All throw right. the pin at him. <laughs> <laughs> Way down on. deep in the middle of the Congo, Hippo took a neighbor, got a guava and a mango. He stuck it with the others, and he does it. Throwing it at him, and I'm like, and I just jump. I'm jumping up and down like a fucking baboon on the fucking bike thing as I throw you the grenade and the pin. Yeah, what do you do? And the pin. Uh, yeah. I think I. I've got a pickaxe. I'm going to. <laughs> could I try to baseball swing that out of here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Give me a pickaxe roll. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, just barely. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Just, you just uh, thwap it. The grenade just been uh, so bad. Like launches probably uh, not so far away. Yeah, not that far. It's pretty close. It goes off. <laughs> He's home run. Uh, <laughs> this is real good. I could have gone so south. You guys are like, it's, there's probably, I mean, you guys get covered in sand. Like, it doesn't go that far. Yeah, right. Oh, literally, it doesn't even move. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> raining down on him like every day. <laughs> Three points for home run. How many water of them do you have? Um, you want another one? No. I make you one. We play hot potatoes. I've had enough. I'm full. 
No more potato. We play hot potatoes. He's okay. Yeah, used to be four of us. Then there's three of us. Now they're four again. Right. He's enough for hot potatoes again. I kind of look at everybody else. I could really go for a potato, honestly. I mean, a real one. I'm it's really been hungry. Such a long time since I had a potato. Real potato. Should rename that game. I could eat. Yeah. Hmm. Rename, rename the game I could eat? No, no, I just, I could eat. That's separate. Oh, oh, right, right. We could just like rename it. it. Hot it? food will never eat ever again because we live on Scorpa. Yeah. That's not I true. think it could catch on. We have the rations. We could get rations. We could play hot rations? Hot rations. Hot rations. All right. Kind of works, I guess. <laughs> well, let's scoop up the rest of this shit and All take right. it back, I guess. All right. You know what? Jero's just been continually driving around and he's like scooped as much as he can into like one central little, like like the scene in Jurassic Park when they come across a <laughs> massive pile of dinosaur shit. It's just, it's like that. He's kind of scooped it all into one central pile of crap. All right. And I guess I'll, I'll, I'll just move over with my, my grabby hands and try to pick it up and put it in the back of his cargo space. Sure, specifically, you're trying to scoop the leftover Masic parts into his... Whatever cargo. whatever we can use or need. Uh, or, okay, yeah, whatever does anyone have survival? I do. I do. Okay. Um, or anything else. I mean, if you have... Keep an eye on your talents and stuff. I have get a hold of and also survive. So which one do you want? If you're trying to, uh, I think get whatever you can from this stuff is probably survive. All right. Ooh. <laughs> uh, this was a fairly unsuccessful run, unfortunately. Most of the important bits here have been annihilated by Bongo. The organs, yeah. <laughs> well, doesn't look like we can use much of this, unfortunately. Mm. It was a fun run, though. Yes. Yes, sheepdog. Yet. What's that? What's this one here? And he kind of like holds up a bladder that's leaking some sort of liquid. <laughs> I, I don't know. Use this, right? Well, you, maybe. Uh, that is, uh, what is that? that? Is the very brain sack? special uh, cleaning fluid. The Mezex, very clean animal. You can uh, put above head and squeeze. Shower, very clean. Very. Oh clean. hell yeah! I want that. I haven't showered is, in years. Uh, you both, both give it a go. I mean, there's water around on the planet. It's it, You can't really drink it uh, without it being properly treated. But, I mean, there's well, I water. I still don't shower. I mean, five five minutes out there and you're covered in sand. That's that's my shower. And I just want them to squeeze. No one can smell me over themselves. the sulfur anyway. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I said, and I just want you both to squeeze Mazak bladders over yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> right? Uh, Luca holds up the bladder above his head and wrings it out like a like a wet t-shirt. Does, does, does it work? Does he look cleaner? No. Smells awful. Yeah. That... Oh, it is, that means it's working. You look uh, fantastic. He doesn't look fantastic to me. It looks I don't feel pretty fantastic. much the same. Don't don't Just... listen to lunchbox, my friend. You look uh, very beautiful. 
He was just covered in wet sand. I know, he looks I beautiful. think I'll pass. Yeah. Thanks anyway. Right. I just kind of tossed it. <coughs> just tossed it onto the, uh, into the back with the carcasses. The unusable carcasses. Yeah. All, like, the good portions of leather are, like, burnt and blown mm -hmm. up. Mm-hmm. None of the meat is salvageable. It's just a fucking mess. Fuck. <laughs> right. Mm. I'm still very hungry. Right, well, we could try to find another herd. It depends. Uh, has anyone been counting bongos and boom bombs? Well, no. Who are them? We might need to ask him to be lookout on next hunt. Ongo! Hmm? Are you alright to look out? On this Le next one? Very special job. Like, a, I stand up on top of my weird scooter bike thing. And like a meerkat, I turn around a few times. And jump back down. He's good, nothing here. Just, yes, right. just like that. You look out now? No kid? Alright, I look out. We don't. Is, is Luca really the new kid? How long has Luca been with the, this group? Didn't you say he was only here for like four months or something? Luca has been on the planet for years. Oh, so I I, missed I thought he was new here. I just assumed that Bongo just keeps calling him that for some reason. Maybe he is. Maybe it's been four years. Right. Yeah, <laughs> still the newest kid. Yeah, last to yeah. join the group, so he's always the new kid. Yeah. I think we, we lost our uh, last fourth member to Hot Potato. Yeah. And now we, we've uh, asked Luca here to come in and... Uh, be our new fourth member, but well, that was probably a couple of years ago now. <laughs> years ago, yeah. All right. What's that move? Uh, what should I... Uh, probably just a flat D20. You're rolling for what? To see if I can spot or track another herd. Okay. Um. Let's see. What do you guys have to help you? Um, how did you find this place in the first place, Jiro? How did you know where these people were? Or these Mazic were, rather? So I, I, I took a little liberty. Basically, we, I, I took it as I was told uh, sort of the equivalent of a coordinate um, of where it might be, um, which I <coughs> assumed these sort of rudimentary craft, even in the future, have got some kind of nav component to them which I punched in, but even if not, it was that kind of old, um, oh, you know, you know, like, because the, the people that have been stranded here have been here for so long, it could have also been like, oh, yeah, you go past the Wailing, Walk, Wailing Rock, down, you know, Christie Mountain, that everyone just kind of knows what these features are, and oh, yeah, and in the Valley of Horrible Death and Hot Potatoes, you'll find some Mazaks. Okay. Well, um, Luca, uh, I guess you're trying to climb something high, like tall, yeah. to uh, get a lookout. Um, it looks like uh, there is another Mazic herd that you can see. Uh, close to the same size. 
maybe about a mile away. I see one. It's about a mile. That direction there. Woo! Hell yeah. All right, Bertie, you ready? I'll pat my, the engine of my little, little go-kart, mm -hmm. I guess. Does absolutely nothing differently. Oh, of course not. <laughs> I, I love her anyway. Sure. Okay. You all set now? Will, yeah, Jiro will kind uh, of like move his girth into the seat and like tentatively look back at just, he looks back at the Mazak remains. And just like, as he does, like a bit just falls off <laughs> and lands on the floor. And he's like, this is not going to last the trip, but let's take it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to pull away. It's all just going to slide off the back. It's going to spray everybody behind you. That's it good. I'm climbing onto Luca. Bongo. Bongo. I'm on your, I'm on your back like this. You have right here. Really close to your ears, I say. While you're, while you're doing that. And I'm just... You will have to stay awake now. What? They will come for you, you know that, right? What are you talking about, Bongo? They will come for you. Bongo, get off me. Get and I'm injecting him with kick. <laughs> I like as I'm speaking to him. I'm sl I slowly work the needle into his neck and then just and then just hit him with kick, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> which uh, yeah, it does that. It keeps the pilot awake and alert for up to thirty hours. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I jump off of him, leaving the fucking dirty needle in his neck, and run to my. Which I guess is a bike for some reason. And then I've... There's just a needle hanging out of your neck, Luca. What does this do? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we have to go. I guess I've got to go find the unit of the magic. It's probably off this way. Here we go. And then I... Uh, and then I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. You open up the sails and off you go. Mm. Off on another hunt. I think you see the mechanical arm just spinning as if it was a, a, a helicopter, as a uh, like a propeller. <laughs> and in the while, I'm 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 riding it or I'm driving this thing with like my knees, and then with the pedals, and then with my hands, I'm pulling this chain, which is actually the mechanical of this <clears> arm. <throat> it's just a separate. It's just a series of pulleys, and I'm just going. All right, we gotta go, and it's for no reason. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Off you go. Back on another hunt. Uh, and this is probably a good place for us to take our break. <laughs> this is a good place for us Whoa. to take our break. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we didn't do a proper intro for the show, uh, because I wanted to jump right into things. I felt like it made the most sense to do that and kind of get things awesome. underway today. Uh, but yeah. Um... If you have not done so, please make sure you follow all these wonderful people. Please, follows are free. Go make it happen. And um, they are playing some weird characters today as we're doing this uh, Table Story ZBO one-shot uh, experience. A little bit of a flashback in the life of uh, Luca Ludomir as we kind of learn one of the, uh, I guess, one of the reasons why he is the way that he is. Um, <coughs> We'll learn more, uh, probably, as time goes can on. I, can I just state that um, 
I didn't make this character and I had no choice but to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty Why sure that, the DMs say you can choose and you were the first one to pick and you picked this um, character specifically. Uh, it, so. Actually, Mike said, here's a selection of pre-made characters to choose from. There's, yes. there's a bunch of different names with a short uh -huh. description of like ideas of what their characters would be. Sure, right. you guys get to select, but one of them says Bongo and then batshit crazy. And he knows I have to pick that one. <laughs> oh, okay. So I didn't have a choice, okay. no. Because <laughs> right. uh, so to me, it looked like originally the list didn't have any names next to it. it and then he just put Brad next to it. So after after Brad said it. Of yeah. like 12. <laughs> 12 to pick from, Brad. I had no choice. No choice. No choice. Uh, of whatsoever. Yeah. If uh, if you're curious, chat, who else was available? There was Cassidy the Thief, uh, Diplomat, who has a way with words, uh, Showbiz, Showbiz, who's pretty, so pretty, Tsunami, Forceful Good in a Fight. So pretty. Uh, C-Tan, uh, good at keeping an eye out, a bit weasel-like. So that were, uh, those were the other choices for the, for the crew. These um, Lancer pre-gens will be up on Patreon, JK. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys you can run your very own crazy. Scorpo one-off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, uh -huh, if you, work. if you haven't done so, please make sure you follow all these people. And if you have yourself an Amazon Prime or a uh, Twitch Prime that you haven't used yet, uh, consider using it on one of these wonderful people. Get yourself some emotes. Get yourself some emotes. Make it happen. Um, get uh, get some support going for everybody here. Um, we're going to be back in just a few minutes. Hang tight for more of our special ZBO one-shot. We'll be back in just a little bit. Welcome back, everybody, to Table Story Zero Blue Orion, or I guess Zero Brown Orion, uh, based on all the overlay stuff today. Um, welcome back for our special Scorpa one-shot. Um, and uh, you're joining us. The group has been on a hunt for uh, some creatures known as Mazax, um, a very prominent... Uh, sort of lizard-like species that uh, occupy the planet Scorpa. Um, and they eat a lot of the vermin that are on the planet. They're also, uh, they're also killed um, all over the planet for their meats and um, for their leather, essentially. Uh, a lot of people use that. Um, Scorpa being a prison planet, the people kind of do whatever they have to do to survive. Um, and there's a very much a Lord of the Flies, uh, Mad Max, Borderlands thing that is happening on this planet. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, the group has gone out on a second Mazic hunt. The first one ended with a boom um, as Bongo uh, blew all the uh, Mazic up on the hunt. Um, what I'd like is for one person to make a survival roll for me. To see how they did on the second hunt. I mean, I'm pretty good at that. All right. The second hunt, Lunchbox, went significantly better. Um, you're able to uh, basically get as much meat and leather as you could from the uh, from the Mazic, um, the five Mazic that were in this uh, herd. Pretty big haul. Uh, you're you're um, 
your little like sailing vehicle, uh, motorcycle type uh, vehicles are um, are all full up. You've got uh, you've got uh, you got everything loaded up in the cargo areas. Um, you lost pretty much all the stuff on that first hunt that uh, kind of went awry. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Luca was pretty good hand with the with uh, his impromptu bow and arrows um, that he put together and uh, your other weapons. Um, where is home for you? Everybody. Where is this place? Oh, I, I actually think that uh, we had a place and then uh, when we brought Luca into the fold, he maybe found a new better place. So I think he should describe what it looks like. Um, so for the past four years, uh, we've been, there's probably one of these spires that we see, um, here, I guess, um, in front of us on the landscape of Scorpa. This like, it's got, it's got like the porous, uh, uh, the porous exterior and the spire that comes up with the, with the sharpy, sharp parts. Um, I think we have, there's one of those that we have actually, uh, turned into a settlement uh, we kind of each one of our bunks is one of these uh, this Swiss cheese spire, um, which I think that uh, we've probably call our home. Um, there isn't really a place that we keep the contraptions that we have. It, they just kind of are out front with maybe a slab of or a uh, a tarp of leather over it. Um, but that's pretty much that keeps us that keeps us safe from the elements enough for us to call our home but it's pretty awful still it's better than what it was i think what we had before um was maybe just wherever you guys park these um and just they were your bed for a bit um yeah sounds right yeah but now we finally have like a, a home base which is this these things okay so you all kind of pull in to the uh to your little home Park in the, uh, park in your bikes here. Don't worry, I will stay watch. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. This second hall, this is perfect. This is everything that we needed. I'm, I think, I don't think I'm going to sleep, actually. I could probably, probably stay up maybe as well if you need me to. If you want me to, Mongo, I could probably stay with you if you want. Touch his lips. <laughs> I understand. You do not need to worry. I wasn't with worrying him. until you said that, and now I feel like I have to worry. I sit, on, I sit on Lucas' bike. I understand. You help. Yeah, I'll help. All right. There's probably a couple of things I have to get from my bed, and I uh, climb up the side. Of the spire, much faster than usual. <laughs> the hell's like up King, with like him? King Kong. <laughs> yeah, it's a foreshadow <laughs> to King Kong. Yeah. So, um, yeah. all right, up you go. Hell's wrong with him? It's all you like know how it is. Amped up. Well, yeah. I mean, I get amped up when we do runs like that, but I've never seen him like that. He's usually, you know, stoic. Mm. 
Bongo. I point up at one of the moons. Bongo. Look. What? Yes. <coughs> it is a moon, Bongo. That was this moon there yesterday. Yes, Bongo. We just don't know. Oh. Right. Uh, about the new guy, Bongo, did you do the thing which we said we wouldn't do to people anymore? You must understand they are going to come for us one day. You know that, right? Guys, I, I remember mm. they will come, yes. One of us must always be ready. Yes. We are always ready, Bongo, but we mustn't do the the thing again, okay? Make people very angry. Oh. No, I would not do that. No? No, I would not do that. Good bongo. And I'll grab a slab of meat off the back of one of these crafts <laughs> into the crate and start carrying it into the spire. You think we could spare some of that? You know, treat ourselves to some nice warm meal maybe <coughs> uh, do we want to sell the whole thing well, let me check and i'll um i put a hand inside my dungarees and just pull out it's just just a random spoon and just take a take a slop of the meat <laughs> it, uh, it'll be good we spare a little to eat tonight i will never get used to that that's raw meat that's how you check if it's good or not. No, I, I don't think so. The fuck is wrong with you? A great many things. You want yeah. dinner or not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll get fire started. Okay. And I walk over and get ready to get the fire started. But I'm really disturbed. He does that every so often and it's still gross as hell. Okay. So, uh, Jiro... Uh, you're... How, how do you think you have... You do start a fire here. Do you have, um... A space inside for the fire? Or is it outside? Where do you have... What, what do you have? <clears throat> yeah, so I'd like to think that we've... Inside the spire, we've created like a bit in a corner that's quite well sheltered. But we've carved out a hole in the side for ventilation and f to draw air in, and hopefully not flammable sulfur. Um, and I imagine we'd have like the space version of just of a flint thing that you'd strike to get a spark. So almost like a like an electric version of that, but it would be all like rusty and crappy, and kind of takes a couple of beats to to actually get the little zap to come out the end of it to um to put onto whatever fuel we've got to get it going. Maybe that's why you have uh, me handling lighting the fire since I'm the mechanic. I probably have to, you uh -oh. know. Mongo, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I have a talent called Kaboom. <laughs> uh, I am taking apart Luca's bike cart and creating a bomb out of some of the components. Oh, you little shit. Um, yeah, what happens 
when you do this, um, let's take a look here. So that's for the fuse. The fuse is five seconds long. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> let me just read what the talent says because I'm I'm proud mm. of this. Uh, so many things explode. You make an impromptu bomb out of some locally found materials. Roll a d20 to determine how long a fuse you make in seconds. <laughs> the bomb does three damage, blast two. <laughs> so, you've made a, a sort of fuse, uh, kind of. What do you do? Oh, I just put it in my pocket. You put the bomb in your pocket? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I just want the bomb. I need to have a bomb. Okay. They're coming. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How big do you think it is? Uh, it's probably like, uh, probably not like a grenade looking thing. It's probably like a pipe bomb, you know, something like that. Kind okay. of a weird looking thing. Like maybe partially made out of like a, a, a handle, <laughs> like a bike grip. Yeah. <laughs> and then like some, the some very... Yeah, it's, it's made out of, like, the handle and, like, all of the stuff that makes the thing stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, and then some fuel or whatever. Okay, yeah, you've taken... Luca's bike is basically not operable at this moment. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and I'm sorry, what were you doing, Lunchbox? Oh, I'm, I'm just lighting the fire. Getting okay. Because he, he asked me to do that, so... yeah. Sure. That's what I was doing. You failed. A gust of sulfur comes in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty light, good. Light the fire. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to be pretty careful when you uh, when you do that on this planet, uh, for sure. One of the one of the things you learn pretty early on, I think, is oh, you yeah. have to be extremely careful with the fire. That's right. Um, it took like six months for my eyebrows to grow back. Definitely don't want any of that dangerous nitrogen that's uh, floating around to... <laughs> nitrogen, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, you uh, you start the fire up. Get yourself... Uh, do, do, do you uh, start a meal going for everybody? Oh, not me. I, I can't cook, but uh, mm. I believe he was going to do that. So, I lit the fire, did my part. No, I get to wait. Yeah, so Jiro will have, like, unloaded the rest of the cart and kind of put aside what we're going to consider the hall to, to sell or make clothes all out of or whatever, but the rest of the part of it he's set aside. <clears throat> I'm imagining, like, we've got some kind of rudimentary pot, and I just, I'm just just tipping, like, half a crate of Mazak meat, just... <laughs> and then, like, just... I take my special spoon out again that I just licked and, like, scoop, scrape out the rest of the Mazak meat into the big pot and then just start start stirring away oh that okay. looks great all right one less egg stool coming up go ahead and uh give me a survival roll or if you have any other skill that you might be able to roll here uh Jared. uh i certainly don't have any well, I've got a wilderness survival kit but i don't think that's that that just like sprinkles some basil into the stew that's <laughs> i've got some just got some herbs in there. So it's just be a flat D20 because I don't have need, anything survivally. Yeah. You need that to survive. Oh, natural 20. Holy Ooh. shit. What, what a smells fucking delicious. What a fucking feast you make. Holy yeah, cow. Melt, it smells melt fantastic. Mm. It smells fantastic. 
It's the basil. first time you can not smell any sulfur. All you smell is the meat cooking. Yeah. Sweet, sweet reprieve. This is a good batch. This will melt in mouth, make you feel home. Like mothers do. Luca. Hey, new guy! Luca, uh, you've gone up into your little nook. Uh, basically your little, your little sleeping area. Um... When you, when you go inside, um, everything is in the same spot where you left it, but something feels off. You know that feeling, like, you know when somebody's been in here? That kind of a feeling? You have that. Hey, was anybody in my room here? What? Was anybody in my room? No. Right? Something wrong? Something seems off. Oh, I get up right away. I've been around here long enough that that can mean death in seconds. And I start looking around here. Do you have any any sort of trigger or talent or anything that can help you? Survive, I'd say. Hmm. Pretty dog-eat-dog world out here. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say give me a flat D20 instead. All right. Six. Perfect. I don't know how long it's been since you've last been here, but it looks okay. You don't really feel anything weird. I don't see anything. Jiro. He doesn't even bother to get up at this point. He's he's still happily, I was nearly said stirring his meat, uh, working on the stew. He's just like, you know, whatever. Working the meat, I get it. Yeah. What's Bongo up to? Um, probably playing uh, hopscotch. Outside. With a live grenade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's always a live a grenade pipe. on me. Yeah, there's a pipe bomb that's just jangling around in his pocket. It's, it's like hanging off my belt or something. Like, yeah. every time I jump, it's like, dung, and it, it beeps. Beep. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, exactly. You can rip a row level from Crash Bandicoot. Um, I'm too old. Hey, boomer. Literally. Get it? Get it? Yeah, I that get was, it. That was good. That was good. good. That's also probably going to be the title of the episode. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if it does it again. It's so weird, uh, Luca. This Something feels wrong here. I don't see anything down here. Is something... Oh, right, okay. All right, maybe it's me. It could just be me, but something definitely seems a lot rather off here. Uh, you want me to come up? Sure. All right. I climb up to his little nook, I guess. 
double check. Uh, there's a, it looks like to be some sort of makeshift bedroll that we all have. It's just maybe like a pile of scrap uh, leather, uh, uh, an old lantern um, that we've probably rewired multiple times, um, and a, uh, uh, maybe an old uh, nut sauce, empty nut sauce wrapper just right next to the lantern on what, like a makeshift, or a stone that is a makeshift bedside table. Um, and then maybe a pile of clothes. Um, Luke is rooting through and he pulls out like half of a binocular. A monocular. A monocular, exactly. And, uh, and, uh, he just, yeah, he looks, he goes, it's, it's, I, cannot, I don't, it seems, something seems rather off here. Did you, um, did you check your room? Uh, n- n- no. All right. I, I checked downstairs a little or down there a little, but I didn't see anything. I can... Look around up here for you, and I uh, I do that. I look around, see if I see anything suspicious like. Okay. Uh, yeah. Give me a flat T twenty. All right. Twelve. Okay. Um, you looking in your room? Uh, I'm looking in his room. In so you're still looking in in Luca's room. Right. I looked downstairs and then I went up to his nook and now I'm because okay. he's he's concerned so I'm I'm in his room looking around for him. Okay. Um. Everything's in the pl- in. I guess what you would assume would be the quote unquote right place. Um. I don't know again how long it's been since you've been um in this in this spot. Um. But uh, everything looks like it's in the right place. But. Um. You notice uh, that there is there is what looks to be a badge of some kind. What does it look like? Um, give me a flat D twenty. Sixteen. Looks like a union badge. All right. And where is it? It's probably just stuck between some, like, some of the scraps that he uses to sleep on. All right. Uh, is all this shit yours? It's like a nut sauce packet and this, this, what, the union yeah, thing? What? what so I'm, I'm, I'm not touching shit. This, right here, this badge, this is yours? Is that mine? No. Give me that. Okay, all right, call. Get your panties in a twist. I hand it to him. Looks like a union badge. Where did you find this? It was right there in your bed. You telling me that ain't yours? Specifically. It is a USB union badge. You telling me that ain't yours? Ever seen it before? Shit. Jiro, someone was here. Bongo, check your shit. All right, I'm going to go check my room. Right. And Jiro will just look up and scan 
like the communal area of the spire. Okay. The Great Hall. Yeah, if you have anything to help you uh, <laughs> check things or spot or anything along those lines, you can roll that. Otherwise, it's a flat d20. Perfect. Man, that food smells fantastic, Jiro. You don't even That's look. That's all I care about. Yeah, you don't even look. <laughs> I'm not checking in. I'm outside. Sure. Wandering around. Seemingly right. aimlessly. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, lunchbox. Nothing looks out of place in your room. Look, it's looking like it's just your room, Luca. Right, figures. What do you mean? Is there a reason that there might be a USB badge? I mean, I know you're a cop killer, but you didn't kill. You didn't kill USB, did you? Oh shit. Kind of just puts it in the overalls way. Why would they come back? Ongo said they were coming. Ongo! Jungle! Um, I then begin playing Marco Polo, but it's Bongo Jungle. And hide. <laughs> I mean, who's this, uh, who's this badge that you killed, Luca? Somebody high up, or? Over some friends on me. I don't know what that means. Is he important figure? I shouldn't be here. Neither should probably each of us. I should be on Mars. Do you think that yep. everybody here on Scorpa has their own, like, I shouldn't be here story? Oh, yeah, this is bullshit. Everybody says that. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Yeah. Uh, you, he fucking killed a cop. He deserves to be here, as far as I'm concerned. Well, again, and this is widespread knowledge, is that prison planets should not exist. They sh There are no penal colonies. There are none of these things. Um, supposedly they were abolished by the third committee. Unless you've had some kind of crazy relativity thing going on in your history, you're aware of this. So really, you only get sent here if you piss off the wrong person. So we've all done that. Right. Bongo, who's coming back? As I kind of now make my way out of the bunk. I like, there's like a, a slight hill or ridge or something with some just bullshit rocks. And I'm like, I'm like waving at him from behind it. Doing the shush sign. Waving him over. And I dip down behind it. I slide down the spire and make my way over there. As he comes around the corner, I say, uh, I knew you would come, Mr. Ludemir. I have something very special for you. 
Please don't be on a real drug. I'm I, uh, I tap the ground next to me. Like, uh, slowly and nod my head and say, Auto-loading holster, accelerated coils, ionized battery, quick draw IS, rapid fire frame. And I push out the, uh, bat with nails in it. Is yours for the right price? All right. Yeah, it's a, it's a board with nails in it. Board with nails on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cross my arms. It's got a piece of, like, what looks like exactly what Bongo has uh, on his clothing for like a butt flap, so he can take a shit. Yeah. He has that exact same thing on the end of his board with nails on it. Yeah. We don't have He's, anything, you know that. What are you What are you talking about? Then I suppose I keep the fusion rifle for myself. What's good doing business with you? Bongo, who's coming back? You told me they, to stay awake. People are coming. They always do. Who? The, the python, the marmoset, the parrot. The whole caboodle, Landerine. Take out the badge. What's this? Bongo, roll me a d20, please. I would like to roll a d20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're making me roll a d20 for, but I assume it was for something else, but I don't know. Uh, this, this is for your uh, third talent there. Shrapnel <laughs> yeah. in the noggin. Roll a d20. When you think too hard on a 10 plus, I would basically get the answer, I guess. And on lower than a 10, I take one damage. So I take one damage. <laughs> Just think really hard. Shrapnel in the noggin. I uh, jump up and say... Uh, what is cooking? Food, dinner, dinner. What, what this is? What is this? I don't know what it is. Right. Let's go eat food. Come on. Da. I follow him in. But I'm like holding the thing like a rifle. Like doing this and stuff with it. Follow him behind him. Sure. I'm doing like I'm doing like army of two behind him and stuff as well, and he's just walking casually, rolling from one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To another. yeah, yeah, <laughs> singing the song again, like way down deep in the middle of the Congo, hippo took an apricot, guava and a mango, just following you in, bango and bango. Great, yeah. is your food almost ready? Then you, keep your panties on. I, I, I like take another scoop <coughs> out of the stew with my spoon and <laughs> okay grabs rub and I like start to grab whatever poor excuse for plates we have and I just like start slopping some mazak stew out onto each plate shale just shale rocks just <laughs> yeah and then, I, and then I get a little bit of parmesan and just grate it on top <laughs> from my from my from my wilderness survival kit. Yeah. 
D does does anyone did anyone like maybe even in 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 college or whatever um have like that bit of parmesan that's just in the back of the fridge that you forget about like it's just hiding there and then you like think about using it even though you know there's no I ate way that last night because it was <laughs> it, I, I shit you not because it was day three of Emma not being home. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. You don't even eat the food; you just eat the garbage. <laughs> Bite it like chocolate. Mm. Oh god! Um, Is this bad? I wouldn't know. It's parmesan. <laughs> Can you really smell the difference? Um, it's only a month past the expiration date. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it still smells like parmesan. Oh, this stuff One is year, way... One I mean, come on. <laughs> this stuff is way past... Way past due. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So you go inside. Eat up. Are you minding my room? It's fucking amazing. Uh, this is the best shit you've had in a long time. I think I'm a little late to go get some food because I'm checking the other room. Which other room? Uh, I think I'll... Uh, whichever one's closest to Lucas. So... Which do you think that is? Bongo, I guess. Fair. Bongo's in, in his room. I'm in my room and I'm like, I'm spooning the food, the slop out of the bowl and then into a hole in the wall. <laughs> And there's like like a shot from the a shot from the outside. There's just like all this there's, there's, stain running down the wall from there's here. Baby Yoda. <laughs> there's just a hole in the wall that leads to the outside, and I just feed it into there. And then and there's like a there's like down the side of the spire. There's a fucking stain from just months of food or whatever. Now we know why Bongo's so skinny. Mm. Right. So yeah, lunchbox. You uh, you climb on up to Bongo's room. What do you do? I mean, you see Bongo feeding the wall. <laughs> oh uh, well, you know, Bongo. I'm just gonna look around here for for a bit. Just checking. Hey, don't uh, I won't touch anything. Don't you touch can anything. touch. Don't touch anything red. All right, all right. And I I just look around to see if I see anything suspicious like. Apart from the guy feeding Apart the wall. Apart from the guy feeding uh, so, the wall. And, so this like, is... yeah, I've, been, I've been with Bongo for years. I know what his shit looks like. Hmm. All right. I know what it's his no disarray. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a little, you know, crazy, and I know that. I know what his slave over the like. stew just for you to feed it to the wall. <laughs> so is there anything The first, the first like... year of me and Jiro was war, and then eventually he <laughs> gave up. <laughs> okay. Uh, was that your 14-year-old? That's correct. Okay. Um, what would you see? I think... Something organized. <laughs> Shit, that ain't Bongo. No, I think... I, I, think, I think you see like a... Um, I think you see what looks to be a um, evidence that, uh, like Bongo has, he he always just, like sits in the same way, like 
You know how mm-hmm. people, when they get into a chair, there's people that, like, have to put their feet up on the chair? Mm-hmm. You know, like, they have to, like, sit and, like, hug their knees? Like, he like never L. uses his bedroll. It's out, but he never actually uses it. He just sleeps with his back up against the wall. Yeah. Like, I think Bongo's got that sort of feel about him, right? Um right. It looks like there's... Uh, does Bongo wear shoes? Mm. So, uh, sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Which is probably not the answer you want. But. No, no, it's fine. Um, I, I would say that there, it looks like there's, uh, like, Bongo's wearing shoes, uh, which are kind of like some kind of hodgepodge, you know, I don't think they're belonging to the same set, right? Right. Um, it's quite obvious that there's a, there's a footprint in some of the slop or whatever that he's schlepped all over this place, um, and it's neither of those shoes. This is... A uh, sort of clear-cut footprint that kind of looks like, like it does not belong to either of these shoes. Shit, Luca, no. do not shit in here. Hero, here's what. Everything is exactly on. where right. it's supposed to be. Look, Bongo. Look at that. That ain't yours. Mm. Everything in here is mine. All right. Well, I'm not gonna take it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna have them come look. It's such a beautiful display you got here. It's okay. real nice. All Serial right. killer 101. <laughs> this is what they study. Bongo's room. <laughs> right. I'm like slightly bothered. I'm like sat like on the. I'm perched on the edge of the bed, like L from from Death Note style, just watching you guys. And then, as soon as they get up here, I'm gonna point to the the boot print in in the muck there. I think Jiro will struggle Look. getting in the room because Bongo will have like will have carved it out to fit a Bongo through the door, <laughs> and Jiro will try and fit his six foot wide fat ass. He'll do that thing where he has to kind of go sideways to just okay. Hang on, wait. I I can do it. Hang on, just pull a little. Pull. Okay. All right, I got it. Okay. And like fall into the room. <coughs> All right, what is wrong? Look. Why I leave too? Look, look, the boot print. They match. Well, that's not Bongo. No shit. I think someone was here. It's not yours either, Jiro. Mm. Well, it certainly ain't mine. No guy. Okay. This is you? It. Mm. No, I mean, look at the tread. It's perfect. Those are brand new shoes. Whoever, whoever has them. Certainly ain't ours. What was up in Luca's room? It's... In... Was that the badge? The USB badge. What's the USB doing down here? Nothing good. I would imagine it never is. Oh, you think they're gonna spring the whole planet? I mean, this place is illegal. The USB's here. Maybe it's not so bad. Do you think USB would be on our side? Well, I mean, USB's upholding the law and shit. 
place isn't supposed to exist. So yeah, I mean, to me for getting a little hopeful. You think if they here to rescue us, they creep in our spire, putting boots and patches in our rooms? Well, I don't know, but maybe they investigate. What? I believe it when I see it. Dogs, every one of them. Well, they could be uh, here for you. And I'll invite them. Hey, why do you guys say shit like that? You want to be over? More than anything. Look, if you regret what you did, then you gotta make up for it. And you can't stop until you've made up for your mistake. You can't just make a bad mistake, make a boo-boo, and then just give up. Say, oh, I regret that thing that I did, just end it. Some selfish bullshit. Jiro will immediately walk across the room, like standing to his full height in front of uh, Lunchbox. That man doesn't need to regret anything. Yeah, but I know, but he does. He is a hero. Why do you call me a hero? You avenge a little girl. Never apologize. I've lost everything else. You lost everything when they took her. Now you make them pay. And Jiro, if there is <coughs> a wind, like a some kind of hole, even if it's the food hole, um, it'll like it'll want to go to an external wall and like take a scan out the window. A scan with what? Uh, sorry, just like a visual scan. Okay. Just to see if everything's out of place. Sure. Do you have a spot or um, any other skill or a trigger that could help you or talent? Mm, no. Okay. Give me flat D twenty then. Just my eyes. Looks normal. I can't see anybody outside. Normal shitty landscape. Same old sand and rock. Go to get some rest, you may. I feel like I will be up for a while. And I'm gonna lock eyes with with uh with Bongo. Tuck it with the others and he does a dirty tango. Right. And I uh make my way out of the room and I climb back up to the top of the spire and I use the 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 monoculars and I uh, start scanning the horizon All right. checking my heart rate it's way too high yeah <laughs> yeah 
Like you just had five cups of coffee. Yeah, it's like PB in the morning. That's what he's feeling right now. He's after just... a, a thimble full of coffee. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, if you have a spot or anything to help you, you can do that. Otherwise, it's a flat D20. All right. Take a look around. It's a slow look. You know, it's this. you have a good perch here. Um, and uh, I think that was primarily one of the reasons why you picked it. I think a lot of the people that sort of mm, have these little caves or, or little homesteads on the planet try and pick these places because they have good views um, so that they can see if they're getting attacked or whatever. Um, if there's a warlord that's coming after them or something. Um, take a look around. A long, slow look around. In the distance, heading over towards the supply drop area, you believe that you see several ships. Not the rickety transport ship that will sort of like lower supplies down the surface. These are union ships. That have landed. A bunch of them. Ships at the drop point. Oops. Uh, cargo ship? Yet. Union. What? Out the pro. I'll rush over. See if I can see what he sees. He points. He shows you. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, they are coming to rescue us. Oh, I think we should head over. Pungo was right. Pungo was right. There's actually what appears to be some explosives going off. Not there, but in random places all about. Um, there's, like, various things that... I mean, people still try their best to lead whatever kind of semblance of a normal life they can on this place, right? There's celebrations and things that occur from here, here and there. Um, people will, like the equivalent of, like, lighting off fireworks and whatnot, there'll be, like, explosions and things that go off. There's a bunch of them that are going off. Randomly. Oh, those are all over. Do you think anybody else has seen this? I'm sure. Oh. I kind of, like, point to the air as if a couple more explosions in the distance go off. I'd best be quick, then. Right. All right, let's go. All right. Hero, Bongo. Grab what you can. We're gonna make a run. Run for what? Ships. What ships? Look. I'll go up to. Check my head out. As he walks up, I I walk to the vehicles, make sure everything's ready to go, get them started. Oh shit! A whole mess of shit's hanging out of the side of Luca's. The fuck is this? <laughs> I'm gonna try to fix it as best I can. Okay. Uh, That's what you do, Lunchbox. It is what I do, and I do have a question for you. I have Hacker Fix, but I also have a 
handy little device I could open to kind of maybe see if there's something to help me fix this faster or make it better. Sure. You want to explain what that is? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Well, you I just have, I, I you, have a, you have a special talent, right? I, I do, but I don't want everybody else to know what that is. Okay. But I, I will open my lunchbox. All right. Go ahead and roll a d20. 12. Awesome. You can... So, uh, this special talent, what's in the box? Uh, <laughs> open the lunchbox when no one can look inside. Roll the d20 as a full action. On a 10 plus, you can pull something out of the lunchbox. It has to fit inside. No TARDIS. That will help you. Perfect. Uh, in this lunchbox, I have a bunch of spare parts because I know Bongo will do this to bikes often. So I have a bunch of spare parts handy. So I just immediately, when no one's looking, I open my lunchbox, get the parts out, and then I attempt to fix this. Uh, Absolutely. That's two accuracy that you're going to get with the hacker fix. Two accuracy. All right. So that's plain. And then wow. Roll that accuracy. Holy shit. All right. That's 23. Uh, you fixed the hell out of this. Yeah. I, I've, this might actually be a chance to get off this planet. I have like fire lit under my ass like none other. Awesome. You use the tertiary arm to help you with, uh, oh, hell yeah. with this and, uh, <laughs> random arm on my belt. <laughs> the belt arm. Yeah. There's just, just like, that, like, that like comes up and like, <laughs> and then uh, like a baby's me. arm holding an apple. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I just was wondering who would do it and when. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, you totally, uh, fixed this bike up pretty, 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 uh, lickety split. Are we, we going or what? All right. It sounds different. <laughs> Start up the bikes. Is everybody going? Hmm. Uh, yeah, but Jiro will be climbing on still with a plate of stew as he climbs in. Flanagan. I don't understand why we run into arms of union. Oh, what I could do with a drive. Okay. Sales go up. Off you go. Towards the Union ships. And the drop point. As you make the trip, you realize that you're not alone. It looks like there's other crews that are coming out of the wastelands here of Scorpa, heading for the drop point. Is this like typically crew on crew? Nobody's really friendly, right? What do you think? Well, I, well, I kind of sort of imagined a Mad Max situation. So yeah, if there's another crew, fuck them. Yeah. That was so a rhetorical question, by the all way. All right, all right. <laughs> Bongo! <laughs> I'm waving. I'm already waving at the other crews. Like, hello, <laughs> sheepdog. So, uh, there are other crews that are making their way. What's your formation here? Who's in front? Who's in back? What's going like, on? How are you laid out? Jiro's usually in front. And yeah, I'll be in the front with the like the, the plow, and I, I imagine like <clears throat> like 
I'm gonna be such a loser kid now. The Mighty Ducks like Flying V. Right. Yeah. I, I say the Flying V, the three of us, and then whatever the fuck Bongo is gonna be doing. Mine's just like this. Like a fucking, all like I'm, going, I'm all over the place. Like, so it's like, like a what three in formation and one that's just like wobbling all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I very rarely have like one, uh, more than one hand on the fucking. It just barely works. Too. I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like you know screaming and whipping around. Whenever I can, I'm like ripping yeah. bits off my own bike to make a bomb anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much. Awesome. It looks so different compared to everyone else has been hacked and fixed over and over again by lunchbox. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, you can see the other crew is, uh, they're looking like they're, they're eyeballing you and you hear, uh, you hear Tsunami yell. Supply drop is ours! Back off! You wish! I'm gonna fire my scrap gun. Alrighty. The scrap gun. Scrap gun. What does that look like? Uh, <laughs> I'd say it looks like a big hand cannon. Okay. And it's got it's got a bunch of uh, pieces on it that made from scrap metal, and I've somehow made this thing work and fire big, big explosive bullets. Alrighty, go ahead and uh, attack with the scrap gun. That's a fourteen. Oh hell yeah! Uh, yeah. So when you fire this thing, what does it what does it look like when you fire it? What happens? Uh, a, a small bullet probably propels outside of it, and it's like anime style. It zooms in on this bullet as it's like you know cresting right for them and it looks it's gonna hit the tire and then it'll ex wild explosion like a lot of explosives will were packed in that tiny little capsule oh yeah absolutely the tire uh of the uh one of the bikes blows up tire like flips there's like all this unnecessary smoke and shit that flies up uh, as soon as it happens bike does like a flip end over end um, and you can even, see like one member of their crew is down. Even though there's no smoke coming out of my gun, I definitely go <laughs> yeah. the end of it. There's just, I mean, all this wind and like dirt and shit flying up and already blowing in your face. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get all riled up with shit like this. Absolutely. Okay. Is anybody can, else attacking them? Uh, can, yeah, Jiro wants to try something that isn't an attack. But he wants to. He wants to do something. Uh, he wants to like. They're gonna get. Like, a, they're gonna get an attack first. I'm just curious if okay. anybody else is trying to attack. Yeah, here. I'll be doing something. Okay, I'll be definitely. Yeah, I'll be doing Absolutely. something. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, some one of them. One of them has like a harpoon gun. Fucking this thing like launches out harpoon. Hits, hits the ground. Just like thuds into the ground. They like pull the release. The fucking harpoon like like comes flying back to the gun. It's horrible and it looks like it's definitely gonna hurt somebody. Somebody probably gets like the harpoon stuck in their leg as it comes back. Yeah. The hook is like an old <laughs> wing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Nice. Who's next? Uh so I'll, I'll give this a go. How many of their crew is there? Do we like how many can we see is it coming at us? What a coincidence! Uh, the members that you did not choose for the uh, for your party here appear <laughs> to be the opposing crew. Um, yeah, you can see Cassidy the thief, diplomat, uh, showbiz, tsunami, and Setan. So Except I think tsunami just <laughs> biffed, right? 
Oh no, I think he probably hit uh, Showbiz. All right. Okay. The pretty uh, one. Looks. <coughs> yeah. Oh, so Too pretty. pretty. Doesn't know how to do shit. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> so, uh, Jiro's gonna look out and see whichever one of them looks the most pathetic. Um, make himself look as big as he can. Reach into his pocket and pull out his spoon. <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna point it at them and just shout across. Back off, unless you want to meet the waiter. And I'm going to attempt to use Aura of Intimidation, if you want me to say what that is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, rumors of my faked exploits are strewn all about Scorper. Make up another badass <laughs> nickname for yourself to add to the list and roll any threats with plus one accuracy. So I basically want, want to intimidate him. Yeah, absolutely. My amazing reputation into standing down. Try and threaten, you get one accuracy for it. Okay. <clears throat> so that's the threaten. <laughs> and there's the accuracy. Oh shit! That's Jiro! They've got Jiro with them! And uh, yeah, you can see that person like. They totally like peel off. Hey! Diplomat, where are you going? Enjoy your just desserts! <laughs> All right, and let's see. Tsunami. We'll try and attack. All right, uh, let's see. He is going to aim. One, two, three. Right at you, Jiro. Uh, mm. And Tsunami. Uh, what's your evade? I think it's eight, right? It is indeed. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. Um, he's going to hit you. This is with, um, I think he's got a bow and arrow. Uh, this is a bow and arrow. This is actually going to hit you. Um, one of the one of the arrows, which looks like it's 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 like rock, like it's got a rock um, arrowhead. Um, it's like tears into your into your leg, just like this hard like lands right into your leg, man. The, the the back is made out of probably they don't have there's no feathers here so it's probably grass that's used to like help keep the arrows on the straight and narrow um but yeah it lands right in your Little leg candy you're, gonna wrappers. Take, you're gonna take uh one damage from that okay the pilot the the normally in lancer the pilots don't have a lot of hp uh you have zero right now but you should have you should have five out of six sorry five out of six you, you should all have uh, six starting hp Except for Bongo, who has head shrapnel damage. Uh, all right. Who's next? Uh, I think I'm going to go. Uh, so Luca, uh, Luca veers off from the flying V uh, and toward them. And he stands up like he's standing up riding a bicycle. And he takes the, uh, the, the pickaxe that he has. And he holds the end as if like with two handles. So the handle or to the two, the, uh, the, the two pickaxe ends and the handle as if it's one giant peg. As he reaches forward, he then shoves the uh, the pickaxe and goes to let go of it and tries to shove it into the front spokes of uh, one of these bikes. <laughs> All right, give me a give me an attack roll with that. Mm, assault. No, you should pickaxe. have a weapon that's actually pickaxe. Yep. Ooh, a ten is just good enough. So. You wedge the uh, you wedge the pickaxe basically like into the into the spokes. You're gonna lose the pickaxe though. Yeah. Uh, the pickaxe gets stuck like in the spokes. 
Um. All right, and this one is Tsunami's bike. Uh, he totally wedged the pickaxe into Tsunami's. Ah! He tries to like elbow you, tries to like hit you in the face with his fist. Like he just fired his bow though, so you came in and just like like peeled off and fucking dug the the pickaxe in before he could like get himself stationary. He's got this sword like attached to his side, um, and uh, he just he just spins and then like flies backwards like out of control. <laughs> Unnecessary explosions. Right. <laughs> of course. It's going to the Michael Bay episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay. There's there's two left of their crew. Um, there's Setan and Cassidy. Um, and uh, they're kind of like looking at each other. Um, Cassidy is going to probably yell something to Setan. Um, we need those supplies. We have to get there. Setan says, I don't know about you, but I'm bugging out. And he just kind of like turns uh, his his handles for his bike and you see the sail like fully inflate. He kind of like picks up off the ground a little bit and uh, sails off like this ridge off to the left. Uh, Cassidy's still there. She looks pretty intent on uh, on heading to the supply drop. She's actually not going to attack you guys. She's going to speed up. And she does. She speeds up really fast. She's way ahead of you guys now. Um, and she's heading for the supplies. They're coming up. They're pretty close. Bongo, are you doing something? Yes. I would like to use my move batshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Uh, roll d20. On an even number, you get two bonus actions, and on an odd number, you lose a turn. <laughs> With my even number of a 14... I will say, uh, I will, I'll, I'll shout over to, um, literally no one behind me and say, <laughs> Hey, check this out! And I, I pull a fucking thing on the back of my bike and explosion goes off and it rocket propels me forward. So I'd like, <laughs> mechanically, I'm speeding up with her. <laughs> and I, I pull to, out the bat. It's too good. I have to let you do it. <laughs> well, I'm doing it. I'm using a, I'm like double movement, but then I'd like to hit her with the, uh, with the bat as well. Like okay. if I can just kind of, and then just, hold, I'm holding the bat out. Or like holding on like the fucking the the uh, yeah the yeah and just like I'm just like barely holding the bat out in all the board with uh, with an attempt to hit her with the uh, the thing uh, twenty. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a crit. Oh yeah. Well, how how badly do you fucking annihilate her? Oh. I, like, if I can make her head explode. Oh, like, I'm, 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 Done. <laughs> like, I just like, like, I'm not even doing it. Like, it's nothing to do with my own strength or anything. It's just it's purely how fast I'm going forward. And like, as I, as I hit her, I just, I just shout, I'm bongo. Like, it probably like, I'm probably like spinning yeah. out almost as well by the time when I hit her and she just, yeah, I'll wipe her the fuck out. <laughs> Absolutely. You just see her head just like, it looks like an 80s action movie, like, uh, or 80s sci-fi movie, I should say. 
Um, because the head just at max. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just fucking splatters. Yeah. Does that say also has a butt flap? It does. Yes. <laughs> it has a butt flap hanging off the bottom of it and flapping in the wind. <laughs> it does. All right. <laughs> um. So. You head towards the supply drop area. As you pull up, you can see a bunch of other crews and stuff there. You can also see lots of union personnel spilling out of what appears to be at least 10 ships. And I'm, not, and I'm talking about these are at least like Corvette class ships that have landed on this planet. There's full UND guards. Uh, or UND, um, uh, I think they have Marines and they also have, like, Navy. You know, it's all thrown under the Union Naval Department, I think. Um, I'm not sure on that, but, um... It is now, because it's your universe. Yeah, and what exactly. You say, Fuck it! Um, so they, uh, <laughs> so they have, uh, they've, they've come out, basically. Uh, of all the ships and things. You can see that um, there's they've taken up like defensive postures, right? They've got heavy weapons. They're all covered. They've got armor on and shit. You can see that there's a few mechs that are walking around, and everyone's kind of like looking at each other. And you hear basically like a magnified voice come across. And say, Prisoners of Scorpa, congratulations. You have been liberated. This second committee, travesty, is ending here today. Please place any weapons that you may have. Away from your persons. And walk up. We will be interviewing each of you. For reassignment. And liberation. Well, I throw my, my hand cannon to the side. And I start to walk up, but I, I think I grab Luca's arm before I do that, before I walk up, make eye contact with him. We may be liberated, but no one's going to relieve your guilt. You got to earn your reprieve. And then I walk up. What about the rest of you? I walk behind. Jiro will look around and see how many Scorpa residents are actually here. Like, does it look like everybody, like people a mass exodus to, is happening? Pe people are starting to, like, you know, uh, convene at this space. I mean, whenever there's a supply drop or anything that happens, it's like a fucking... 
It's like supply drops in, in you know, whatever fucking uh, PUBG-style games, you know, any Battle Royale kind of games happen. You know what I mean? It's like fucking chaos, right? But this is different. I mean, anybody that had any kind of vantage point on this area saw that there were, like, serious firepower was getting dropped onto the planet. Like, this is... Any, any one of these ships could kill, like, everybody on the planet. There's maybe, I don't know, I'd say, based on your guesses, a few hundred to a thousand people uh, on Scorpa, maybe, that you know of. I mean, it's a big planet. You don't know everything, but at least in the this supply drop area, maybe a few hundred people, maybe a thousand. And there's a lot of them that are kind of convening here. Okay. Odd question, but this literally will change what Jira does. Would you say it's like half of... If I think there's like a thousand, would you say there's like 500 out here? No, probably not that much. There's maybe a hundred so far. Okay. Uh, in which case, Jiro will... I mean, he's only got... He has no weapons on him. He's just got his spoon in his little dungaree pocket. <clears throat> he He's not going to walk up. He's just going to stay and watch for a moment. Okay. Yeah, you can see people, like, looking around. There's a few people that look like they think about fighting them, but there's just overwhelming firepower here. It, it would be just... They'd be turned into Swiss cheese, you know? There's How many mechs? A lot. Maybe, like... One. I'm just kidding. There's, like, <laughs> ten... There's got to be at least... There's got to be at least ten around that are just kind of, like setting up, like, a, a perimeter. What about you, Bongo? I'm, like, I'm doing circles around uh, my bike for a moment. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think I'll probably catch up with Luca and grab him by the arm. What, Bongo? You, um, you say you have, uh, nothing. Da? Say I have nothing? I grab his hands. Because I'm kind of probably looking up at him. I'm much smaller than him. You have nothing, but, uh, you have something. Okay? Yeah. So right. when it comes to sun and fun and goodness in the jungle. They all prefer the sunny, funny one they call Umbango. And I turn around and walk away from him. The pipe bomb is in your hand, counting down from five. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Luca? <laughs> Four, three, two. Uh, he, thro he throws it, I guess, away from everyone. Umbango! <laughs> <laughs> Just chuck it off into the... <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> you throw the the pipe bomb like off to the side. There's like a fucking like whoa! there's like a like panic is going on, um, and it takes like a while to calm down. Like all the fucking other people on Scorpa think like the union. There's like a firefight and shit that goes on. It's horrific. It takes like a few hours to like calm down. 
It's horrific. I get on lunch. I get I get on lunchbox's bike and I'm out. <laughs> I like I, I just ride off into the horizon. I'm gone. It's Don't horrific. But yeah. eventually, the best one. <laughs> but eventually, yeah. uh, things do calm down. People get sorted. Luca. There's a, um, there's an old man. Uh, you don't know how old anybody is really these days. Um, but you basically get sat down, uh, with him. He says, ah, hello there. You are Mr. Ludomir? Yeah. I'm Dr. Prism. Pleasure. What'd you say? Pleasure. I'm part of the USB. I All see right. here that, uh, you were originally supposed to be sent to Mars for murder. Uh, well, m Mars maximum security. Yeah. Very tragic about your daughter. Yeah. You've been through quite a bit, haven't you? Yeah. Well... I have a potential opportunity that you may be interested in. That is, unless you want to go back to prison. I'm listening. One of the lights begins to flicker. back in the USB headquarters. Feels like everything's moving in slow motion for you, Luca. You're remembering your time on Scorpa. You see the rest of the group. Sort of being dealt with in this situation. Effie's taking a hit. Your family's in trouble. What happened the last time your family was in trouble? I wasn't there. You are now. Uh. 
You break one guard's neck. Just your bare hands. You feel the first blaster shot in your side. Feels like you're moving in normal speed, but everything around you is kind of in slow motion. You can see Tivius sort of covering his eyes. Lights are flashing. You can see Wyatt and Effie and Stu. sort of look like they're having some sort of reaction to these lights. They're almost frozen stiff. I think Luca reaches into his pocket and he takes out a half-used vial of kick and he injects it into his neck. I will be here all you family rush forward maybe towards the admiral feel the other blaster shots connect just before you reach just before you reach him I think mid charge uh, the blaster may, may throw him off his path so much so that he can actually now see and look at the display of his friends and his family watching him probably in horror. You can maybe hear Tivius kind of yelling in the background. No! No! Stand down! Um, and he kind of like stumbles forward, and as he lands on his side, um, I think maybe that jars a lot of the adrenaline away just for a moment as he assesses the wounds he has taken and that's when he feels the kick he looks at his family and he just says I will be with my family soon you see Heath um on the ground as well he's having a reaction but you can see he's he can see you I'll be with my daughter and he kind of like pushes himself back up to his feet and blinks back and takes a deep breath as the kick starts to really pump through his veins. And he screams. Guards are trying to jump on your back. Mm-hmm. And he starts to just fight as much as he can. Um, and he looks back um at his friends, tears screaming down his streaming down his face. 
I just want you all to be all right. Tell me they will be all right. As he kind of just collapses, just the kick kind of wasn't enough. Nonsensical, as um, kind of losing your mind. And that's where we're going to end the episode today. That's where we end Luca's story. Thank I need you, to keep my mind wiped forever. As Wyatt, like he, they, he, they're gonna have to keep him mind whatever the fuck they've even done. No, thank you. Do not want. So, oh. we're going to uh, go around the room and do some shout-outs. I think PB's maybe having a cry. I need a minute. Yeah, I guess. Uh, why don't we start things off with uh, Myth? Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for letting me tell the story of Luca. Um, thank you for... Uh, today was amazing. Uh, going back and uh, playing on Scorpa was awesome. I actually thought of Scorpa like 10 years ago in a sci-fi game uh, that I wanted to run. And uh, I just it was just the name I pulled this time around when I was making his backstory, and I'm so glad I did because that's exactly how I pictured it, too. It was awesome. Um, so that was really cool to see. Uh, and to play with you guys in a separate character in his backstory was super awesome. Having, giving the origin story um, was really amazing. Uh, it felt really good um, for for Luca. Um, really just amazing. Thank you guys. And thank you everybody for being a part of it. And uh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I really, I love Luca. And uh, it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun playing him. And uh, I really needed to... Uh, I needed to uh, do what he would have done, and that's what he would have done in that situation last week. Um, he's, he cares too much about his family. Um, the, the, the tanks and through the, the experiments, they said it just gives an undying loyalty to one another. Uh, and that exponentially grew considering his backstory and his tragedy he's been with. He didn't want to lose it again. He didn't have anything else again. Um, he's always had a death wish, and it really just... it was really amazing to, to tell that story with all of you so thank you um, I'm Mythomatic you can find me on Twitter Twitch of the same name we could chat ZBO anytime we could chat RP anytime I love roleplay I love improv I love telling stories that's me thank you thank you Myth thank you PB uh, <clears throat> no disrespect to anybody but Luca was my favorite character. So that was, that was amazing. Um, that was wonderful. That's it. That's all I got. Move on. Thank you, PB. If you guys Sorry. are unaware or you don't follow her, you should give PB a follow, twitch.tv slash pumpkinberry. He cries on every stream. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,
Thank you, Shout PB. out to Peachy, who sent me a really obscene thing in my DMs <laughs> to try to lighten my mood. <laughs> right as it was happening. Let me let, lighten this RP moment. <laughs> I cannot see that, Peachy. <laughs> just, just a picture of his taint. Uh, <laughs> that is not guy. Rotator, <laughs> not friend. <laughs> uh, thank you, PB. Uh, Jay Britton. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> that was started out as a very fun episode, and I loved it. I loved Scorpion. I loved that little gang. Um, and I loved diving into Luca's backstory. Uh, <clears throat> to bring it back to that at the end was something pretty special. Uh, I'm saying nothing. Go follow Mythomatic on Twitch and Twitter because that was wonderful character work. And Heath's little moment with uh, Luca floating around in space. And I say this without any, not one iota of bluster <clears throat> or bullshit, but that was one of the nicest moments I've ever had as an actor, let alone a role player. So thank you, Myth, for that and for creating Luca and that all sucks. But but amazing story. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I feel like Luca already. was actually the best of us. For real. The best of all the characters. He was the best one. And I mean good in his heart as well. He was my brother, no matter what he's got going on with Stu. <laughs> he was a broken man that just needed to love something. Well, someone that has no love in their life, Brad. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> someone that has uh, no love in their heart. Uh, no, no, nothing. Nothing in his heart. Um, yeah, that was a fun session until the end, and now I'm just sad, and I'm going to have to add it to my shelf of repression in real life, I think. Um <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's awful. It's it's super awful because now I have to... I don't even understand what's going on. Like, Wack hasn't told us anything, really, um, in, in the coming weeks and stuff. But if if I have to play a character who now, if he remembers that thing... He lost she's Jay. like, fuck this. Jay, Jay can't. Yeah, he can't oh, handle it. Like, I can't. He can't handle it. Um, yeah, I have to play a character that, if he remembers this, is going to blame himself, right? Even though it was 100% Tivius's fault. Right. Yeah. You know why it's still going to carry this now. You know, that's it. You've basically, you've uh, you've given Wyatt depression. So I hope you're proud of yourself. I am. And whack. Um, uh, so, wasn't. yeah. Um, no, not really. He was just, uh, you know, just, I don't know what, what he is really. He's not like... Right. He's just antisocial, you know what I mean? He didn't care enough about depression. He didn't care enough to have to let... Yeah, he's not depressed or anything. He was just, uh, you know, he's, he's anti-authority. He's, he's not happy with his life. And he finally was like, yeah, it's exciting to do a thing. But now, you know, and then it all just, you know, it all went to shit. But for sure, he's never... I don't think he's ever going to forgive himself for this thing. Um, regardless, so it's pretty... Uh, yeah, so this is going to have heavy, potentially heavy roleplay repercussions Sometimes for my, uh, it takes for my character. Sometimes someone to find out who you really are, so maybe we'll see who Wyatt really is. <sighs> maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, to be fair... that's interesting to think about, actually. Uh, to be fair, like, the only other time I've played Wyatt as, uh... 
uh, it was when Heath was uh, gonna die, and they were like, and when we were in the prison thing, right? And they were like, oh yeah, she she came in, and Polly was like, Heath is in a coma, and he might die. We need to get him out of here or whatever. And that's the only reason I called Tivius as Wyatt, um, was because right. I would never have done it right. I was like, well, see how far this goes before I need to call him when I'm being tortured, you know, Metal Gear Solid style. Then maybe I'll call him. But if it, we were in desperate measures, so. I think uh, it is a good motivator for Wyatt. <laughs> but I don't know now. I don't know what he'd like. I don't know how crazy Wyatt is, honestly. Like, whether he's gonna, he's venge- vengeful crazy or not. Like, I don't know if I need to, like, turn the entire Seraph. Or is that what it's called? crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I need to go Bongo crazy now. Bongo is just Bongo Wyatt crazy. who went through, he went through a time portal and ended up on Scorper <laughs> yeah. after this situation. I don't know. I don't know. I'm definitely going to have to think about it. Um, but yeah, I really like Luca as a character. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big Luca stan, so I'm, I'm sad. Exactly. I'm sad, but I can't, I can't express that. All right, right. you know, I will open a floodgate that no one wants to <laughs> see online. <laughs> well, thank you, Brad. Regardless, mm-hmm. um. I'm Wax Steven. I am the GM of Doom for a reason. <laughs> That's um, another one for Wax. <laughs> let me just put another notch on my board here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, for hanging out with us today. Um, we appreciate you, chat. Thank you for being you. Um, I hope you, you enjoyed the episode today. Uh, it was meant to be a a proper send-off for, for Luca. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I kind of... I gave the players some choices, and this was this was Myth's choice um, to, to sort of let this happen. So, um, I wanted to send him off properly. I wanted to have... I didn't want it just to you know, we just move on. I didn't want that to happen. I wanted there to be a, a, a proper send off and I couldn't think of a better way to do it. So, uh, really well ho- done. hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, yeah. Thank you so much, chat. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for, uh, you know, any, any fan art you've done, any, uh, just, just talking in our chat, just hanging out with us. We appreciate you so much. Um, thank you, Brad. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, myth. Thank you, PB. Um, even though we had no fist today, thank you, Fist, uh, for being awesome role players. I appreciate you, um, Myth. I think you did a great job with Luca, and uh, I, I'll uh, I'll be sad to see him go. But you know, there is a time for all things. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching. Hope you uh, hang out with us tomorrow as we have witchcraft and wizardry, the Harry Potter show. I do. That's a lot different than this one. Um, and uh, that's that's uh, the Harry Potter role-playing game uh, called Witchcraft and Wizardry that uh, I made. I made it, um, and the players are uh, the players are kids, and it's uh, it's a good time. So hopefully we'll see you uh, for that. Hopefully we'll cheer you up tomorrow um, if you're feeling sad about today. Um, and uh, otherwise, we have uh, Saturday is our next show. Right? We don't have anything else during the week. We've got. Uh, yeah, we've got Saturday's the next show this week, um, uh, which is going to be more Mass Effect. We've got the second episode of our Mass Effect miniseries coming up and uh, Dying Order on Sunday. So hopefully we'll see you guys for that. If you haven't done so, follow all these wonderful people. 
If you have yourself a Twitch Prime or an Amazon Prime that you have not used yet, please consider throwing it their way. Give them some love and give them some support. And if you want to help support Table Story, one of the best ways you can do that is uh, heading on over to tablestory.tv slash pledge. You can check out our Patreon. We've got a lot of content up there. Um, uh, podcasts. We've got podcast versions of our shows. We've got artwork. We've got character sheets. We've got all kinds of stuff. So hopefully we'll, we'll uh, have you guys hop on over there. If you want to help keep the lights on. Um, otherwise, make sure you follow uh, here. Follow Table Story. And uh, we'll see you also, next time. Everybody's kind of freaking out in the chat. Myth is not leaving the show. He's not leaving. Yeah. Oh, he's not so, off. No, he's not leaving the show. Sorry, bro. Um, so don't don't panic. He'll be he, back. Well, I thought that's what this was all about. Why do you think <laughs> I engineered it in the he's, beginning? He is kind of going to. Uh, he's going to be gone for the next two weeks, yeah. though. He will oh, be gone yeah, for the next God. two weeks. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so at least a break, a break is better than nothing. You know what I mean? That guy. He's going to be gone for two weeks, uh, so we'll have Myth uh, join us in a little bit. But uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Good night, everybody. Peace out. Bye. Goodbye, family. No, don't do that, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs>